Welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson, and thank you for joining us once again as we are moseying our way through the Ten Commandments. And now we're on our ninth episode, which is the Eighth Commandment. And joining us back on the podcast is Caleb Powers. Caleb, welcome back. Hello, good to be back. Now, you were with us on episode 39. We talked about the song Reckless Love. Mm -hmm. Now, have you changed your thoughts on that since? Nope. Okay. I've just become more convicted that it's not a good song. All right. Well, (laughs) we we still agree. We're still in agreement. All right. So you can catch Caleb on the Christian Artist Podcast, and uh, we'll have a link to that. And it, it seems like you've been mimicking the Basic Bible Podcast and going through the Ten Commandments yourself recently. On your podcast. Well, so technically, um, we started first. Yes, you did. Because we, we actually were doing uh, a series in uh, at Faith's youth group, um, going through the Ten Commandments, and we've been releasing on the, on the Christian artist. I've been releasing some of the like as bonus episodes those uh, talks, um, whenever we don't have a week and we need to do something else. And I'm just like, oh, here's another episode. And we'll post to that. Uh... And by the time, I'm sure you'll, you'll finish that by the time this is posted, because <laughs> um, this won't be posted for another month or so. Mm-hmm. But we're live right now, um, in case you're wondering. Anyway, so we're talking about the Eighth Commandment, and I'm going to read that here from Exodus chapter 20, and I'm taking my glasses off because I'm old, <laughs> and verse 15, I refuse to get bifocals, so I'm just going to be one of those guys. All right, All right I'm going to read this whole thing. You ready? Mm-hmm. You shall not steal. Boom. Pretty straightforward. We're done. That's, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> I was... Uh, Don't steal, guys. I, I preached at a church here in Beloit a couple of years ago, and the pastor and I were talking about what to preach on. And I was excited because this is a... Uh, you know Tim Johnson over at... Uh, the name sounds familiar. Man, where is it? Rock Valley Chapel. Okay, sure. And I was excited. Dr. Reverend Timothy Johnson, uh, seminary professor, earned doctorate, written books that are above my vocabulary level mm-hmm. and I'm excited to, I can get some deep theology and he gave me the eighth commandment to go over and I thought oh don't steal what more can I say <laughs> don't steal but there is more to talk about that oh, yeah, so for sure uh, so Caleb when you think when you when you read this and, and you're told not to steal uh, develop that a little bit for us uh, yeah, I mean, it, it right away points to the fact that um, a biblical philosophy on property is yeah. one where private property exists. So I guess that throws communism out right It away. does. <laughs> At least it should. Yeah. Uh, when I ran for Congress, I'm sorry, I'm just telling stories. No, yeah. Because this is my fifth interview of the day. Mm-hmm, I'm getting mm-hmm. a little loopy. But uh, when I ran for Congress back in 2007, uh, we got into one of our debates. We got into all the debates. It was awesome. But I knew one of my opponents didn't believe in private property. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one debate we had, I, I had a plant in the audience. It was more of a town hall type thing. Mm-hmm. He's going to ask the question, do you believe in private property? And he was honest and he said, no, I, I don't believe that's, that's the right thing to do. I think that just promotes greed and corruption, all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I said, well, it was my chair. I said, that's, that's an interesting answer. Mm-hmm. Because I just happened to have... And I pulled out of my jacket pocket a copy of the Communist Manifesto, which uh-huh. I normally don't carry around with me. But I, you know, <laughs> you I was happy reading, to have it on you that day. <laughs> but I was reading from it. I was like, ah, now see, that, uh, apparently uh, 
you know, you and Marx have a few things in common here. He didn't really like that. Uh -huh. but, it, but it is right. Uh, yeah. The idea of stealing does, uh, you know, the negative would be don't take stuff that's not yours. But the mm -hmm. positive it is there is stuff that is yours. Yep. And those are gifts from God, and God expects us to be good stewards of what mm -hmm. he's given us. And so the positive of that commandment is take care of what God's given you, and you have a right to what God's given you. Right, of course. Yeah, so I, I prepared a message um, on this commandment uh, for the series. that we, we just finished our series on the Ten Commandments at, at the youth group. And um, that was one of the things that I kept coming back to, is that when we start with a conversation about theft and like why it's wrong to steal we have to start with all right well it's okay it's good to have things then yeah. right like there's there's a yeah positive there and more than that like god's sovereignty really comes into this the mm -hmm. reason that anything is wrong to have stolen from someone else is because god is sovereign over all right. the things he made everything and he delegates stewardship yeah. over things to people and then he says right when, when we steal someone's someone else's stuff what we're saying basically is, God, I don't think that the person you gave this to should have it. Yeah. I should have it instead. Yeah. It, and, and that's one of the things we've emphasized through this whole series, is that these commandments are not just arbitrarily chosen. They're yeah. not just things out of a hat. But they tell us about God's character, and they tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about God. And that you're exactly right. God has ordained, and for whatever reason, one person has one thing, another person has, has something else. And mm -hmm. that act of theft is saying, God, you messed up. Yep. You made a mistake, and I deserve more. Mm -hmm. So it's an act of pride, and it's an act of spiritual rebellion against God's sovereignty and, and, and God's, God's sense of government. Mm -hmm. So uh, and I think sometimes we also, as with all of these commandments, it's easy to think, I got this one. You know, I just did an right. interview on murder. Oh, easy. I've never killed anybody. Don't kill anyone. <laughs> Theft. Uh, okay, I don't steal stuff. Yeah. Really? Are you sure? Well, uh, A.W. Pink defined theft as uh, an unjust taking or keeping to ourselves what is lawfully another's. Mm -hmm. uh, the Heidelberg Catechism answers the question this way. What, is the, what does God forbid in the Eighth Commandment? It says, God forbids not only outright theft and robbery, punishable by law, which we all mm -hmm. commonly think of, but in God's sight, theft also includes all scheming and swindling in order to get our neighbor's goods for ourselves, whether by force or means that appear legitimate, such as inaccurate measurement of weight, size, volume, fraudulent merchandising, counterfeit money, excessive interest, or any means, any other means forbidden by God. In addition, God forbids all greed and pointless squandering of his gifts. Mm -hmm. So we talked about that idea of, okay, God has given us each stuff. Yeah. And it's not bad to have, to have stuff. It's not bad to want stuff. Mm -hmm. The question is, okay, so... A, don't take other people's stuff, but also B, take care of your own stuff. Yeah. We have in Scripture the parable of the talents. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where God gives to each person. It doesn't give equally, mm -hmm. which is, again, if you want to go back to communism or socialism. Right. God ordains that some have more and some have other. But God expects each of us to cultivate mm -hmm. what he's given us, yeah. use that for his glory, and, and build upon what he's, what he's established. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's another parable, right, where um, a man has a whole lot of stuff. He, he has a bountiful harvest. Yeah. He just builds more grain barns to store all this stuff in instead of using it, instead of being productive, right? The point in that parable isn't that he's, he's bad because he has a lot of stuff. He's yeah. bad because he just kept his stuff and didn't do anything with it. Right. He wasn't productive. He didn't 
follow the cultural mandate set up by God to like have dominion over the, the yeah. earth, right? Like go out and be fruitful and multiply and be productive with the things that God's given you as a steward. So and we're not going to get too political here, but mm-hmm. okay, so we talked about socialism and communism, but then that parable seems to come into the realm of capitalism mm-hmm. where you take what you have and make more of it. Yes. You take what you have and build it up. Now, mm-hmm. not in a selfish, greedy way, mm-hmm. but in a way that shows uh, you know what you're doing, number one. Right. But, but number two, um, shows, I think, appreciation for what God's given you in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's honestly one of the cool things about capitalism as an economic system is that it's based on the idea that your other people have wants, other people have needs, and you can provide those needs with yeah. your material goods, right? right? And if you, you could, there's a voluntary exchange that can happen where people, someone says, I need this thing, and you're like, I have that thing, I need something that you have, and then there can yeah. be exchange there, and then innovation happens, and people get better things because people use their goods productively to help others. Right. And so that's God's... Uh, sometimes we, in our modern society, we have this concept of if I have something and you don't, there's something wrong. Right. And maybe that is true, mm-hmm. but not necessarily. Mm-hmm. And sometimes God's answer to that equation is that's why some people have more. Right. So that they can get... That, that's, that's God's answer to poverty is not equal poverty but those who have been blessed abundantly can then share Mm -hmm. um and share through personal means right um right yes i mean that that's the kicker right there right (laughs) you know because we talk about that you know the old phrase about taxation is theft Mm -hmm. um but certainly I, i would think that to some degree socialism would have to be theft. oh yeah for sure uh because you are if you are taking from one man to give to another without consent, mm-hmm. well, then I think that would be our definition of stealing. <laughs> yeah, it's, you can't get a more solid definition than that. So I can't take what you have just because I don't have it. Exactly. And so therefore, no, the government should be doing that either. Okay, exactly. so... Um, I, I we could talk about intend- that all day. I- yeah, <laughs> I didn't actually intend to go to any of those places, but, you know, that's what happens at the Basic Bible Podcast. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. it just... The free-flowing conversation. I had a feeling that would end, we'd end up getting there eventually. Yeah, I thought so, too, because, you know, you're one of those crazy libertarian-type people, mm. theonomist and whatnot. It's true. And so, um, anyway, but that's a whole different podcast mm. we can do. Maybe we should do it sometime. I would love to do that. Um, all right, so I want to turn to Luke chapter 2 and verse 15. Um, and he said to them, take care and be on guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And so this is a situation where someone has come to Jesus and said, Jesus, I want you to take from my brother. Um, I want to divide everything here and uh, make this right. Mm-hmm. And Jesus doesn't say, well, equality is important, and so let's go ahead and do that. Right. Um, but... He says, listen, you're, you're missing the bigger picture here. You're, you're obsessed with stuff, and mm-hmm. you're obsessed with possessions, and that can lead to covetousness, which elsewhere in Scripture says that's, that's idolatry. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, that's one of the layers of sin here we see with theft is covetousness and idolatry. Right. I don't want what God's given me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not, what God's given me is not good enough. Right. God isn't good enough. Right. right. That's also yeah. I need this other thing instead of God. Right. Right. And so 1 Thessalonians 4 is um, 
Someone's car alarm is going. I think so. But that's all right. Because, again, that's what happens on the Basic Bible Podcast. We just, <laughs> we just flow with stuff. Somebody is stealing right now, oh, potentially. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But maybe I should do something about that. Okay, it's, it's gone. All right. So I, I think they were listening in on this conversation. And they got <laughs> they convicted. They realized that. <laughs> that's what happens, again, at the Basic Bible Podcast. You shouldn't. That's one of the applications we'll talk about mm-hmm. later. Um, okay, First Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 11. Uh, and to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands as we instructed you so that you may walk properly before outsiders and dependent upon no one. Mm-hmm. The idea of not being uh, obsessed with stuff, but working with your hands. And going back uh, a chapter in First Thessalonians 3 and, and verse 10, as we pray most earnestly night and day that we may see your faith, that's not the passage I'm looking at. The Second Thessalonians, sorry. Yeah, Second Thessalonians. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, yeah, for even when we're with you, we would uh, give you this command: if anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. Mm-hmm. So the opposite of stealing is working. Huh. And so instead of yeah. you have this and I want it, so I'll take it. The opposite is, how do I get stuff? It's through working. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're a college student. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you hear, at least I, when I was in college, Christian college, not that pagan place you go to. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, believe me, I'm well aware it's a pagan place. <laughs> but we always hear these stories about, uh, you know, I couldn't pay my tuition bill, and I was just praying about it, and God just miraculously provided whatever. And hmm. It didn't happen for me, but God did provide work for me. Right. Um, and that's usually how my bills got paid. Yeah is through and, and even still today um you know we have bills that come up and okay how do i how do i pay for this mm-hmm. well sometimes all right need to start working right i mean that goes Again. back to our current society's view on money and work and socialism right right like we often have yeah like a, a cultural mindset where i'm entitled to various things right when in reality we go back to genesis and Work isn't bad. Work was there before yes. the fall, right? Adam was tasked to guard the Garden of Eden, to cultivate it, to, to, to make it beautiful. And it was because he failed to do that that uh, part of the reason the fall happened in the first place. And so, right, like work is a natural and good uh, productive task that God has provided us to help us meet our material needs. And I would take that one step further mm-hmm. to say work is an integral part of what it means to be a human being oh for sure when you take someone away from work you take away a part of their life and a part of who they are Mm -hmm. Uh, god has gifted us in different areas in different ways not everyone's gonna be a lawyer or a doctor Mm -hmm. or whatever and not everyone even is going to work to get like money in the same way right right yeah people like housewives for example right right? like they're still laboring absolutely laboring yeah And, and so that's part of what when, when God created human beings, the first thing he did is he gave them a job. Mm-hmm. So work is not a bad thing. Work is not a punishment. Right. Uh, and I've heard people try to make that claim that work was mm-hmm. part of the fall. Well, no, it was before the fall. Yeah. And uh, work is... what. Uh, this is what I tell my students all the time. Your job here as, as a student at Rock County Christian School is to put yourself in a position where you can gain employment that uses the talents God has given you to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. God has given you creativity and some ability to do something 
And that's what you've got to do. Mm-hmm. And so work only becomes a punishment. Work becomes a dread when you're doing things that, quite frankly, a trained monkey could do. <laughs> um, you're, you're doing something that you dread instead of doing something. And, and that's different for everybody. I knew a guy, mm-hmm. uh, worked at McDonald's, got a job at McDonald's, and that was just like his thing. Right, yeah. Uh, flip, and, and I'm thankful for people who work at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd go hungry. Um, all work is good work. Right. Um, if, 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 you know, well, all work can be good work. Uh, assuming it's, it's legal and moral. <laughs> right. Um, but any type of work can be good and godly work mm-hmm. um, if it's done to the best, and if it's using the creativity that God's given you. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I love my job here. It doesn't pay a lot of money. It doesn't pay a lot of money if you're listening to this. <laughs> but um, I get to I get to talk about theology and right. politics all day long. Yep. It's what I love to do, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd probably do this job for free. Right, Tim Beepus, if you are listening, that's not true. But <laughs> uh, to, but to, I, I love doing this, right. and that's why I, I show up to work every day. So work is a good thing, um, but if you're not wise and you're not using those talents, and work becomes a dread. Mm-hmm. But so asking people to work for what they need, work for what they do is part of God's design, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. Yeah. I want to read Ephesians 4, and this is kind of where I want to transition here. Sure. Uh, Ephesians 4 and verse uh, 28, a whole list of things that Paul's going, that describing the new life. So we're to put off the old man and putting on the new man. This is part of that. Uh, verse 28, let the thief no longer steal. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that, that's your commandment right, right. there. But... Rather, so that's the negative. The positive is, let him labor, mm-hmm. doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Right. So instead of stealing, you are to be working. Mm-hmm. So the opposite of stealing is working, and there's a purpose for that, and that's to provide for others. Right. So there are people who can't work, mm-hmm. and we acknowledge that whether through it's physical uh, problems or uh, mental deficiencies or whatever, the, or, or sometimes it's just the economy. Right. Um, but even then, we, we just talked about there, there is work that's not paying, but mm-hmm. still uh, integral to human important. life. Yeah. Uh, but where was I going with all that? Well, you're, you're talking about like uh, one of the ways that people <laughs> who do work and I mean who make money. This is honestly yes. going back to, to yeah. this idea of like I know a lot of Christians who are very uh, well off and they yes. have money and they use it very wisely. Right. They're very good businessmen. Yep. They give generously. And those are the sort of people that God has put in those places right. to provide for others through their good stewardship. Right. Um, yeah, right. Like, And us as the church, that's yes. one of our primary jobs is to help others, is to provide mercy in that way and, and help others who are in need through material right. possessions and, and helping them. And so I think a danger to avoid in that is to assume, and again, we're not going to get, we are getting political. Oh, let's just get political. So <laughs> one of the, the dangers to avoid is to assume, okay, that's the job of the government is to yes. take care of the poor. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in several churches where, you know, the problem with welfare today is that's the church job. Mm-hmm. But then the next question is, if that's well, the church job, what, why are, are, we what, doing what are we doing? Right. And that's a sin. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. a problem. Um, and so as Christians, I, you know, we're not just going to depend upon the government to do that because I've, I've heard the argument that the government is we the people. It's just a collective effort of all of us. I wish. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wish that was the case. No. Uh, it, 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 first <laughs> off, that, that's, not, that's not the case. And then second, that is a sinful attitude, I would say. Yeah. 
because that God wants me involved in right. ministry. Yep. I it's not just I don't want to just throw money at people. Yep. In fact, sometimes that's a dangerous thing. To do. Oh yeah. Uh, God wants me more to just uh, give money to someone, though I wouldn't say it's not it's not less than that either. Mm-hmm. But to actually minister to get involved in people's lives. Absolutely. And that's part of again we're, we're talking about ten commandments and God could split that into two. Uh, we're on the second table of the law here. Where yeah. It's our it's our responsibility towards others are it's not just a matter of not stealing from you but knowing who you are no mm-hmm. part of loving my neighbor is knowing who he is yeah and getting involved in their lives and knowing how can i best meet their needs right and and unfortunately even, the government can't do that right <laughs> right and that's why um, we get into all these messes and it's not equipped to do, it's not it's supposed not, to do that. it's not supposed to yeah so that's my job yeah that's our job as the church right but and unfortunately the ste- government does step in when i fail to do my wouldn't it be great if the government had to shut down? Because uh, well, so we are many people down. were, yeah. <laughs> were you giving. Know, it's yeah. kind of like Moses in the, the building of, not Moses, good night, wow. Solomon in the Solomon, building of the temple. Sure, sure. Uh, well, no, I'm back. No, Moses in the building of the tabernacle. I yeah. was right the first time. Yeah. I should never doubt myself. <laughs> uh, I had to tell the people to stop giving. Sure. We have enough. We have more sure. than enough. And, and wouldn't that be the case where, wouldn't that be great if yeah. our government said, you know, we're going to shut down stuff because people are just giving so much. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing, right? If the government was, uh, um, if that was ultimately their motive, then they probably would right. eventually do that. But unfortunately, uh, a lot of the motive is, is to yeah. squander money instead right. of actually using it wisely. So other dangers to avoid. Uh, we, we have to get out of the idea that, um, I guess it gets political. Everything gets political. Yeah, everything does. Um, get out of the mentality that, if I'm stealing from a rich person, it's not really stealing, is it? They right. Have, they have so much. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, not the, the, it's not the value of the money. It's not just the... Yep. Uh, it's the cosmic rebellion against God. Yep. Again, against his sovereignty. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to say, you know, that, that, that big corporation, let's just take money from them yep. and give it to somebody who doesn't And it's have popular it. to do so. Right. Yeah. So Robin Hood's a heathen. <laughs> Robin Hood's not a good guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at least we've established that. So we'll put that in the application section. Don't, don't watch Robin. Well, yeah, so w- one of the, um, the, the only tax that was instituted by um, God was called the, um, the head tax. And so it was a, a tax, basically everyone had to pay it. It was annual. It was the only tax that God like, instituted as a, as a thing. Other, people, other kings like, instituted yeah. other taxes. But the remarkable thing about it was that um, God said, this, this is the exact amount that every single person will pay. And specifically in there, the rich will not pay more and the poor will not pay yeah. less. Everyone will pay an equal amount, and it will be small enough that the poor will be able to pay it. And so everyone could mm. just come and provide the money that would be for running the, like the judge system and the tabernacle and all those things. Um, but it says very specifically, like, it's evil to like, require people who have more means to pay more in a tax. So you don't like a progressive tax system? Oh, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, see, and that's why back in 2007 you should have voted for all of you who are listening. Right I didn't now. have, I wasn't able to vote. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I ran into a guy recently who lived in the district I ran in during the time and he didn't vote for me. <laughs> I suggested church discipline. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but some other ways that we, we, that we steal without necessarily thinking of mm-hmm. stealing. Uh, listen, I don't like taxes. We just said that. Right. Um, but that doesn't allow for me to be able to cheat on my taxes. Right. 
Uh, Christ told me to pay my taxes. I will, um, although I get angry every time. But mm-hmm. um, I'm going to pay them, and we have to be honest about that. Uh, employers cheating on uh, employees cheating on their wages. In other words, am I really giving my boss uh, the time he's paying me? Right. You know, if I'm just sitting here on Facebook all day, uh, giving the kids a worksheet or yeah. something, I, I, I'm I'm taking money for something I'm not doing. Right. That, that's theft. But mm-hmm. I think the flip side of that is also true. If you have an employer who's not paying his employees, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I can tell stories after stories. I'm uh, not here. Uh, but uh, I've got friends who work in other places and have been told, uh, basically, boss trying to cheat them out of overtime right. pay or cheat them mm-hmm. out of uh, sick wage or something like that. It, no, that, that's... That's uh, that's sin. That's that's stealing. Um, expand. Uh, this was interesting. I read this in, in Kevin Young's book. Expanding territory unrighteously. This right. is one government basically taking over another uh, territory, mm-hmm. not because of uh, anything righteous or anything good, just because of pure old greed. Yeah. And uh, call it nationalism. Call it yeah. whatever you want. Um, but we've seen that. In fact, we're seeing that even today, I would, mm-hmm. I would suggest. Um, I, I think even our country has been, been guilty of that oh, from time sure. to time. And yeah. um, Anyway, we need to pull our military out of a lot of places. <laughs> That's another story for another time. Yeah. Uh, online piracy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a musician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you put music out, and I'm sure once you hit it big, uh, <laughs> you don't want people ripping off your, your albums online. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, I remember talking with a with a Christian artist a while back, and uh, the amount of money he says he's he's lost is because I'm willing to you know copy a CD or mm-hmm. did people still use CDs? Every once in a while, there are those people who still like like collecting them. I think for the most part, the America has moved on. From yeah, CDs. I don't. I have I have CDs somewhere, but mostly, I'm told I'm bad at this. I'm I'm not a true music fan because most of my music comes from. I mean, you. I mean, however you get it, I guess it's fine. Anyway, um, so some people still like vinyl. So yeah, I know that's still a thing. Wow, it's, it will always be a thing. I don't think it'll ever go away. I was trying to describe an eight-track cassette to my son the other day. I don't even know where he saw it, mm-hmm. or even a cassette. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> a failure to give to the church um, is stealing. We talked about. Uh, we can go to Malachi three and talked about robbing God of, right. of his tithe and what's yeah. due there. Failure to give to the poor. And that's something I think, you know, we talked a, a lot against communism, socialism, whatever. Uh, but that's where that's where we capitalists have to take admonition from Christ and say, listen, if you are if you are not giving to those in need, mm-hmm. uh, and that doesn't involve just money, but if you're not doing that, you're in sin. Mm-hmm. And I think an important distinction, though, to make, um, honestly, is like there's a difference between a sin and a crime according yes, to God's law, yes. right? And so it is a sin not to give to the poor, but right. it's not a it shouldn't be a crime not right. to like right. right going back to the socialism thing, right? Like uh, people shouldn't be forced to give money, yeah. But it's a sin against God, and we're we're, we're disobeying Him and uh, rebelling against Him when we don't give generously to those right. in need. And that and, and the scary part to me in that would be if if, if the government is stepping in and saying, okay. I'm going to determine how much money you need exactly. to give to so-and-so. Yeah. It just flies That's, in the face of God's command yeah. to give generously and freely, right? right? We don't have that opportunity anymore because right. we're forced to give. 
So, so give generously and yeah, give freely. Absolutely. Uh, tradesmen not giving fair value for money. In other words, if you're selling a horrible product, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stop. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I can go into some of those. Uh, it feels like I ripped off. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, unpaid debt. If you're borrowing money from people with no intent of yeah. paying that back, you are a thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's easy to do with credit cards. That's easy yeah. to do with uh, other forms of credit. And it, I think that's another thing that's kind of been just accepted, this idea oh, yeah. of carrying so much debt. And There's and a lot of forms of theft that have just been generally yeah. accepted right. to, our, to this society. Uh, stealing one's reputation, one book. Uh, but that's, that's serious also. But uh, lying in advertisements. Mm-hmm. If, if you're promoting... Uh, a, a particular product and you're not giving people what you're promoting right I had to leave a job once because that was the fact that I was here's my confession I used to work as a as a um, I just dropped the whole thing in my head here <laughs> uh, you know I was one of those pe- annoying people uh, telemarketers thank right you. okay sure I used to work as a telemarketer back when that was a thing uh, when everyone had a home phone and mm-hmm. whatnot and uh, I was selling people and they didn't come to find out the company I was working for was ripping people off. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't. Uh, they, it was technically what we were selling, but not. Really. And so, yeah, I, right. I couldn't be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in terms of application, I think first, um, I have written down here, restitution and repentance. If, if yeah. you're ripping people off, uh, mm-hmm. you have the same obligation uh, little Zacharias had. Um, Absolutely. Zacchaeus, excuse me. Um, you've got to pay people back. Yeah. And whether it's uh, going back to the store and paying for the product you took, or uh, paying unpaid debts, or mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is, that's a serious thing. Yeah, and this is one of the parts that I absolutely love about God's law. When you look at the Old Testament and how um, the Israelite government was set up, it was built to restore the community. Yeah. Right. When someone stole from another person, they had to pay it back. Right. Um, they had there had to be restitution. There had to be restoration, and it was made so that the community could be whole again. That the people could get what they were stolen, what had been stolen from them, but also that the thief could be reconciled back to the community. Right. right? Instead right. of, I mean, unfortunately, we don't have a very good system um, of justice in in that regard specifically. Um, right. If someone steals something of yours, maybe they go to jail, but you end up paying for their livelihood right. through taxes and you still don't get your stuff back if maybe yep. they sold it already or whatever. Um, God's law is just so good about focusing on that. Uh, like just restitution is a great word right. for that, right? Restoring the community, repaying back what you stole from someone else. Um, and yeah. And so I think the other application is the opposite of what we've been talking about. Okay, don't steal, so work. Right. But right. A.W. Pink here, in his little book on the Ten Commandments, wrote this. He said, the positive duty here is this, thou shalt by all proper means preserve and further both thine and thy neighbor's estate. So go ahead, take what God's given you, use that to his glory, use that as a building block to expand and prosper, and as you do that, you're able to provide and help others. Mm -hmm. So they can provide and prosper and I get it. it, it it's, it's, a, it's a great system that God set in place here. And getting more is not necessarily an act of greed. In fact, it's an act yep. of love. Mm-hmm. So, uh, recommended resources. Uh, do you have anything that you want to add to our list here? Something that you would uh, recommend 
I'm sure there's some some sort of podcast that has some yeah. stuff about Ten Commandments or something. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, you can check out <laughs> my podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going through a series on the Ten Commandments right now. So if you if you have a not at the um, at the actual like normal episode, but we're releasing yeah. some bonus episodes of uh, talks that were given at uh, our youth group at, at my church. Um, uh, going through the Ten Commandments, we have a lot of cool people talking about uh, different aspects of the Ten Commandments. We just, I just released uh, Taking the Lord's Name in Vain. Mm. Um, my good friend AJ uh, did a, a talk on that, and it was really, really good. Um, I think the only, we accidentally didn't record the one on murder, unfortunately. Uh, it was actually Rachel Martin was giving the talk okay. on murder, and I, I heard that it was really good, but something glitched and it didn't get recorded, oh. so that was very unfortunate. Well, it's a good thing the Basic Bible Podcast is here to it's fill true. in the gap yeah, there you go. where you've dropped the ball. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, again, I've been recommending the book, The Ten Commandments by Kevin DeYoung. It's been really good. It's on my reading list. Um, oh, it's, it's excellent. Yeah, I've heard it's good. And then uh, a couple of years ago, when I was pre- actually, when I was preaching at uh, Rock Valley Chapel, uh, a sermon I listened to in preparation for that, and I just ripped off most of it. Uh, not all of it. <coughs> that would be theft, and that would be wrong. Uh, uh, Thou Shalt Not Steal by Phil Johnson over at Grace to You uh, in California, John MacArthur's ministry. And uh, that message, in fact, he did a whole series on the Ten Commandments, but this one really stuck out in my mind as something worth you listening to. So we'll have a link to that as well. So, one thing that comes to my yeah. mind, I think, also as a recommendation is um, uh, Apology Radio. They uh, they often talk about yes. like the, like socialism right. and the government and various things like kind of we were hinting at. Um, they have a I think uh, Jeff Durbin actually on their YouTube just has a sermon called Socialism's Theft, mm. and I highly recommend it. <laughs> it's really and Jeff, if you're listening, you need to come on the podcast. Uh, he was on a podcast I did before this, mm, mm-hmm. but uh, has yet to come on the Basic Bible Podcast. So. Jeff, if you're listening, you need to come on. And I know you're li- no, I'm <laughs> listening to this. He's got a lot of things uh, to do. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, we talked about his, his ministry and abortion now. In mm-hmm. fact, I think we should do. I think we should re-record that mm. and put it on this podcast. But anyway, uh, we'll talk about that another time. So tune in next week, and uh, we'll be on the Ninth Commandment. And our old friend Ray Jewell will be back with us for that podcast. So don't miss that. So in the meantime, check out... Uh, Caleb's uh, podcast, the Christian Artist Podcast, and uh, check out his website as well. I'll have links to that. Of course, don't forget our website where you can find all of this information at www.basicbiblepodcast.org. Check us out on the Facebook group and also on Twitter, which is continuing to grow. I haven't had any last last interview. I don't know if you're bad luck, Caleb, but last <laughs> interview we had several people joining us on Twitter as the interview was going. I don't know mm. why, but so join us on Twitter at Basic Biblecast, also on Instagram, the same handle. So until next week, have a great rest of your week. Bye.